Open up a tab, grab a seat, and pour a pint. It's time for the Beer Guys Radio Show. Here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Brian Hewitt. With me, as always, is the man who is looking to start a hop farm in his beard, Brian Hewitt. And it's going well. I've heard that it takes a couple years for the hops to really It does. First year, they never come out that It's just mostly just vines or vines. Next year, Brian. Next year. Is there decoction mash involved in this? Because I, I why, why do you say that? I, you know, I just think that the the richness, some of the flavor coming out, it just seems yeah. like that, uh, that it must have come from that. But uh, yeah, I'm that's pretty funny. Even... Every once in a while, somebody somebody asks me that. Very very rarely do people ask me that. But yeah, it's a double decoction. All right, okay. so I was on there. You something. go. One point for Brian there. <laughs> I think it's funny this term. I, I think it was meant to be derogatory. And yet it was embraced, and people are like, oh, that's what that like, is. It's a pastry sauce. Yeah, we're no, we're cool with, with that. It's like, no, it's meant to be an insult. Be insulted. Pairing's not my strong suit, guys. That's that's not my thing. I'm good at drinking beer and picking out beers, but pairing them with cheese or foods or anything is not not my thing. I, I generally pair by drinking whatever I have at hand and eating whatever I had at, at <laughs> that's hand. That's pair. And roughly taking These note Doritos of it. pair great with this IPA, <laughs> right? Hey, you know what? A lot of people say that uh, IPA and Doritos, especially those nacho cheese Doritos, go together well. Tim, as you said, we have Tim Vera. He's the drummer for Manchester Orchestra. He's joining us in studio. He is here with us which is great. We're going to get into some drinking beers, talk about them, and also the trend of collaborating beers and bands and all that. We've seen a lot of that. And what's in the works for Manchester Orchestra? So, Tim, thank you for joining us. Pleasure to be here. This is kind of my ideal night. I'm sitting around talking and drinking. So you'd say there's like a better integration of craft beer now versus the uh, the 90s. It's it's part of the community now, whereas before it was just the uh, kind of a, a special new fun sparkly toy, perhaps. Exactly. And in the late 90s, early 2000s, I mean, one of the things that caused the challenges for the craft brewing industry was that there were a lot of brewers getting in who were trying to make a quick buck who, you know, maybe weren't making the best beer. We see a lot, Travis. It seems like maybe once a month, once every couple months, I see a new article saying that they've just discovered the world's oldest beer. And it's over here and it's over there. What is the oldest record that you've found of, uh, of brewing? That's a real problem, to be honest, because I think that it's very difficult to pinpoint it. The date keeps getting pushed back for how old beer is. Hey, folks, Tim here, and I want to thank you so much for checking out our show. We love craft beer and we love sharing it with others. Each week, Beer Guys Radio brings you new episodes with the amazing people of craft beer. With interviews, insights, predictions, science, and more, we've got the information you want about craft beer. Subscribe now and never miss a show, or visit our website at beerguysradio.com for more information. Cheers.